Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of the podcast Strikes Back. My name is George and you're listening to our review for Mama with the boys, Connor Hello. and Benny. Hi there, George and Connor. <laughs> <laughs> it's nice to be acknowledged. Yeah. Um, we have been waiting. F- well, I've been waiting for a new Darren Aronofsky film for a while. I um, I fell in love with him when I saw Requiem for a Dream, probably 2008, 2009, and uh, particularly loved Black Swan. Mm. Um, uh, And uh, really been waiting for that kind of film from him again, because Noah for me, which is I think 2014's Noah, um, it just didn't do it for me. Didn't go the the distance. Didn't go the distance. I don't know what you guys thought about Noah. I thought Um, it was very interesting. And then they had a half hour at the end where I was like, man, wrap this shit up. Wasn't it more like an hour? I don't, I don't know. It was too long. The, the, this, the last part is very forgettable. I loved, you know, I, I generally love books that delve, or sorry, films that delve into biblical references. I just think it's interesting. Um, so this was, you know, super cool for me. <laughs> uh, but yeah, that last, that last half. Yeah. Not good. But Darren Aronofsky, man, he is an amazing guy. I've, He's up there with Nolan as one of my favorite and Fincher as one of my favorites of all time. So anything that comes out for him, I, I really do pay attention. He's got a very unique voice. Um, Worst case scenario, you're getting a very interesting movie. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. I so mean, um, it's it's surprising that you know we've been talking about him quite a bit, but no one seems to ever mention the wrestler, which I think is such a fucking oh man, such a good film, outstanding film. Um, just just an amazing filmography exploring many different things often very dark mm. subject matters um but he, what i love about him is his handheld photography and he he uses film you know you mm. can clearly mm. see he's using 16 mm. mil he's film. very much about the craft yeah. of film yeah you like the fountain georgie i love the fountain see? like it's bizarre mm. I, I think you have to kind of force yourself to like it it's one of those kind of films yeah i mean that's probably his biggest miss in most people's estimation but like i said nothing's not interesting imagination is just there and it's fascinating it's very creative Mm. anyways uh i'm gonna steal your your question yeah going into the film what did you guys think about this you know what what was your head mindset well i kind of said you know noah for me being a long time darren aronofsky fan was a bit of a miss so um i was waiting for something more like black you had high expectations yeah and then when the trailer came out um you know you know teasing uh a uh, sort of psychological thriller or a, a horror film. I mean, this was marketed as his first straight up horror. Yeah. Yep. Tantalizing. Um, and I was in, I, I was, yeah. I was pumped. I was very much the same. I got, I got the sense that it was going to be um, a little bit more narratively driven. Um, like a, I don't want to say I, I felt like it was going to be more of a stock standard horror film, but certainly more towards that. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's what the trailer certainly presented. Yeah. Certainly more towards that than, you know, Black Swan, I don't know. I, I was super. I thought that trailer was amazing. I watched it a few times in the cinema. The, the trailer and it just chilled to my core every time. It was r- yeah. really unsettling. Um, and when I finally came around to actually going to see the film, um, I had to go watch it alone. And I mean, like alone, it was an empty cinema. And I was like, I don't want to do this right now. Just <laughs> <laughs> wasn't so enthused. But uh, yeah, I mean, Aronofsky, you got to you got to be there day one. So. Um, I think we'll just get right into it. I, there's not a lot we can talk about. It's going to be about a two-minute segment yeah. until we have to get the spoilers. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. I think Over, should... Overall, I'll, I'll give my kind of overall, you know, some some very broad opinions of it. I think that this movie, if you have not seen it, do not go into it thinking it's going to be a straightforward narrative horror film. That's the biggest thing that I, you know, kind of got a shock of. And I think a lot of people have 
come out of this film with very negative reviews because it was advertised as something that it wasn't. Um, you know, it's, it is, and this is the way that I've described it to pretty much anyone that has asked me, you know, afterwards, it is a metaphor wrapped in a metaphor wrapped in a riddle. Um, it's, it's not a narrative film. Yeah. Yeah. It's your, your year 12 art project. Yeah. See, to me, I, I just, I just can't, I think if you say it's a year 12 art project, you're really dumbing it down. Um, because, um, for me, this was such an affecting film. I I think what I love about it is you can take your own reading from it. I think multiple people that I've spoken to, including you guys, everyone's got a different opinion on exactly what Aronofsky is trying to say in this. Mm. Um, but all of them kind of have a bit of a nihilistic, um, you know, cold um, tone. And that's what he's kind of saying in this. It's it's not a nice film. It's not a fun, oh, playing in the fields. Oh, look, there's a flower. No, this is dark. This is so dark. And, um, I can't wait till he makes that one, though. <laughs> yeah. I can be the sequel to this. Darren Aronofsky is playing in a field. Oh, look, there's a flower. Yeah. Um, this this was, uh, you know what, as a cinematic experience as well in the cinema. Wow, amazing camera work. I mean, I'm, uh, there's plenty of time to talk about individual stuff, but um, yeah. I, I just I just had a great time watching so you, this film. You, you really enjoyed it, though? Very much oh, so. Yeah. Ben, did you enjoy it? Certainly not the word I'd use, no. <clears throat> um, what The most recent trailer we saw for this movie was a really... We all had a good laugh at it. It was very over-the-top, nothing can prepare you for Oh, yeah. Mother. How but strange was that? Having seen the film now, it was pretty spot on. <laughs> nothing can prepare you for this film. I mean, I think this is going to be not even 2017's most divisive film. I think this will be 2017's most hated film because there's going to be a lot of... There's going to be a wide audience going to see this. It's one of the biggest stars in the world in um what's her face and, <laughs> and um, i remember super obscure actors but all the big ones i'm saying yeah. <laughs> that you guys can handle them actor number one <laughs> um this is a movie that is gonna just freak people the fuck out and piss them off because you have yeah you're right on the money there it's not a narrative movie it's all metaphorical it's it's not like a literal film to be like taken as you know an a this to b story yeah. yeah um but i i um I loved it in my own way. I think it's a fucking masterwork and I think it'll be mm. talked about and studied for decades. I think um, so as well. I don't know if I'll ever sit down and watch it again. I think I think I probably would be happy to, but um, this is not a movie I think I would ever recommend to anyone. Yeah. Because, and that's not to say you shouldn't go see it. I think anyone who's really serious about going to see this would not have even started listening to this, even though we don't do spoilers from the beginning because they're going to go see it. Yeah. Um, I, I think if you want to go see this movie, you have to be serious about, taking something that's very hard to digest and something that you're going to have to sit on for a while. Like if you come out of this movie and you've already had made up your mind about whether it's good or bad, you're doing it wrong. Yeah. I would recommend this to people. If you can answer this question with a yes, you know, do you like thinking about a film for days after you've seen it? Mm. You answer yes, go see this film. I well, 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 I don't know that I'd go that far because Yes, you can think about this film, but at the same time, look, uh, uh, my general opinion on this film is that the craft of this film is unparalleled. Um, I think that the subject matter and the content is incredibly interesting, but ultimately, I think it is a, a just, it's, it's just Aronofsky just wanking all over. Like he's just having, like he's having this kind of, 
But this is just Self, because it's that's oh, because it's dreamlike. It's a very dreamlike film, and the fact that it's not like yeah, but real. This is why, that's this why, is why you're why saying it's wanky. Like a, but it's not. It's not. It's it's yeah. It's wrong, a film. wrong. 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 So let's get the spoilers. Yeah, no, 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 I'm, I'm saying. I'm, ju- I'm saying that this is why I called it like a year twelve art project. You know, when you just it's this kind of you know it's a movie that's just meta, so metaphors, and it just kind of feels like all right, we get it. You're trying to make us think. I don't know. I just I feel like some people will look at that and be like, I, I you know, that's not why I go to the films, the films. <laughs> the yeah, movies. I don't I don't want to talk Aronofsky up too much, but I just think in this movie he's completely in control of everything that's that's in there. I mm, I, think, I agree with that. I think um, yeah, I'm not going to come out and say I understand this movie on on any <laughs> level necessarily, but I, there's so much to talk about with it, which we should. Yeah. Do. Well, let's just let's get into spoilers. Can we I think. get into something? One thing that I wanted to talk about quickly before we get into spoilers was. So the nature of how this film was put together. So um, Jennifer Lawrence was really interested in talking with Aronofsky and um, after yeah, they was. kind of t- talking, you know, partnered up, <clears throat> they did three to four months of rehearsal with Javier Bardem and Jennifer Lawrence in this warehouse and they shot the whole film. They did like an air, like a, 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 uh, offset. a strip, yeah, offset, like uh, they shot the whole film as like, kind of like a demo, like a demo yeah. almost. And they got used to like using the camera because th- this film, like Jennifer Lawrence, like the camera is in her face for so much of the film. Mm. Um, and, and they got used to that. And, and then only then did they go on set and, and shoot the film. But it was such an interesting, you know, you hear about all these films, like last minute making all these edit choices. And, and I'm sure that happened in this, but the, you know, the fact that you said Benny, and I totally agree with it. He was in control. He knew exactly what he was trying to do with this mm. piece. And they had time to think about it. And I think that really shows at the it, end. It, to me, feels so meticulously constructed. Yep. Yeah, I don't think there's like a, a random note in there at all. I, I just like the dedication mm. um, to the project. And, and somebody of the caliber of Jennifer Lawrence to get her for three months, mm. purely dedicated. I mean, I think it shows it, in the end piece. It played out like a dance. Yeah, it does. it does. Every Every... Um, I remember just in the first 10 minutes, every step feels like it is, it is purposeful. Yeah. 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 So let, let's just move into spoilers. I don't think we can really talk about this film at all without, nope. without going into them, you know, f- uh, you know, yeah. So, so should we go like in. kind of front to back of the film or like what kind of, I mean, does it really or? make a difference? Is there a front <laughs> to this film? Um, no, look, I'd, I'd like to, uh, you know, just kind of finish off the thought that you started um, around the actors themselves in saying that every single actor in this, I think was really brilliant. Um, you know, Jennifer Lawrence, I think, who, you know, who is pretty much in every scene of this film um, does a really masterful job um, in conveying like a very unsettling person. I mean, the whole film rests on her shoulders. Yeah. Really, really. It's just following her around like Pete, like, looking at her yeah. in a really tight shot for, for like yeah. most of the film. And it's all handheld. So, sh- you know, it's shaky cam, but it's not like overtly shaky cam. You know, it's, mm. it's, it's a, it's a nice, it's a, it's it a nice put together. Like yeah. It's, it's organic not... handheld. So, yeah, I think that, you know, Jennifer Lawrence does a really spectacular job. I think Javier Bardem does a really spectacular job. I'll tell you what, uh, yeah. this Michelle... film is freaky. But man, if I woke up with Javier Bardem's face sleeping next to me, I'll freak out. Because there's this one shot, there's this one <laughs> scene where she's sleeping next to him in bed, and he's just like his face 
Like looking. Are you at just her. saying that he's a, a he, freaky? He like, freaks <laughs> me out, man. He, his face is like <laughs> so expressive and freaky. I don't know. Yeah, just, I just I keep expecting him to like pull his teeth out and his face go mm. all weird. From um, glad, I'm very glad that didn't happen. Yeah. <laughs> um. But yeah, and, and, and Ed Harris. Well, Ed Harris and Michelle Pfeiffer. I think yeah. Michelle Pfeiffer was amazing. She was spectacular in, in terms of a character that you really fucking hated. Yeah. Oh my god, she was just she was there. That was it. Yeah. It was um, and then um, well, your little fun fact, Benny, was the 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 brothers in this are actually brothers, the Gleason brothers. Yeah, Donald and Brian, I think it is Gleason. Yeah, they're, actually, I wouldn't have picked that. I don't think they look alike at all. No, they don't. Because <laughs> I because I thought it funny because. Don Gleason shows up. I love him so much. I think he's fantastic. He was like my absolute favorite thing about uh, Force Awakens, his one yeah, yeah. screaming scene. <laughs> love it. Um, and then I was like, oh, why do you cast him? And then this other random dude who looks nothing like him. And I read that. I'm like, oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, very <laughs> cool. <laughs> um, but yeah, like just everyone played their part to a T. I think so. Um, but I think the standouts are... Definitely Jennifer Lawrence and Michelle Pfeiffer. And Kristen Wiig shows up <laughs> later. Oh on. yeah, that was such a. <laughs> um, I mean, that was the least weird thing about that like set of scenes. Yeah. At that point, I was just kind of like, yeah, of course yeah. Kristen Wiig's in yeah. this. You know, why wouldn't she be? Yeah. Um, so, but yeah, so I, you know, the actors were really good. Um, so let's talk about when uh, I think there was a point in the film where, I mean, I mean, it pretty much kicks off where it's like, okay, this is this is weird. Um, we know the the scorching scene, the burning scene, her getting rebirthed and mm. all that kind of stuff. Yeah, I mean, it kind of, it opens straight up with like, you know, exactly where it ends. And Very it, powerful it, yeah. images, it shows it, though. And yeah, and, and you just kind of have to watch it and be like, I'm not going to understand that for 90 minutes. We'll get, we'll come back to it. Because yeah. <laughs> it, it, you don't know, is, is that actually happening? Like, did she yeah. actually just spring up out of nowhere? This is her beginning of her existence. Or? Yeah. But uh, yeah, and then by the end, all is revealed or not. Who knows? <laughs> so um, let's, let's, well, let's get into what this movie actually is, which well, was very what, yeah. completely hidden from all of the marketing. Um, it is, uh, it's a lot of different things. Yeah. But one thing it is, is uh, almost complete retelling of the Bible. Yeah. Um, beginning to end. Almost, yeah, which yeah. So he is, uses essentially the biblical narrative to tell a story. Mm, or, or, and to, or to, um, to play with, Themes and metaphors. Yeah, exactly. I mean, this is why it's a metaphor wrapped in a metaphor wrapped in a riddle because it is, there's, I mean, so much you can take away from this film. So even before we, because I don't want to say with too much assertion what it is, um, do you want to quickly say what what you thought it was? Like when you were watching it, what did you feel it was representing? Um, a lot of different stuff. I mean, I kind of caught on early that it was essentially... Um, you know, you had God and it was a story, you know, started with creation and it's just moving yeah. through all, the, all these major plot points of the Bible. Um, 13 years of goddamn Catholic school will do that to you. <laughs> and then, and, and there yeah, I was trying to pin down, you know, I was just actively thinking like, so, so who is, um, who is she? What is she in all this? And uh, it kind of dawned on me that she was uh, mother. She was mother earth. She was yeah. earth itself. She was kind of the representation of the, of the environment there in the house, which was, um, that and going through that lens, it it kind of has all these other sort of uh, themes about uh, lots of like relationships is a big one. I think about um, men kind of treating women poorly or mistreating women, and kind of yeah as a threat of that. Then there's also a, th- a thing about uh, just the creative process that runs through the whole film as well, which is really interesting, and that yeah. kind of spreads out into 
uh, fandom as well, which is another yeah. thing that goes on in there, and and, and that spreads out into yeah. like a cultist, yeah, yeah. cult. So you aspect. you were kind of just to kind of like sum up the main thing that you got out of it really was the kind of the direct correlation of the biblical God and Mother Earth and kind of you know our you know destroying Mother Earth type thing. Well, I mean that's that's what it occurred to me. It was doing most literally. Okay, yeah, yeah. What did what was your kind of Mine was a little bit different. Mine was a little bit different. I got less. um, I I definitely saw Jennifer Lawrence as mother, Mother Earth. Mm -hmm. um, But I looked at it almost more from uh, environmental, like almost like the human condition kind of very strictly, yeah, yeah, um, kind of aspect where. There's a point in the film where just these hordes of people are just destroying this house and Jennifer Lawrence is unable to prevent them from doing this. And that, you know, I saw a lot of Mother Earth, you know, just unable to fight back against what Mm. humans do to the environment. And then another thing I saw was like the cultists the cult aspect of it, like humans just getting obsessed with these things. And we're like these, like what, what I thought this film did so effectively from this kind of lens was how fucking schizo humans are and we're just like these fanatical like things like running around like crazy like we don't even know what the hell we're doing that whole last portion i thought was such a cool extrapolation on the the like um the scenes from noah is set in like the the settlement of the people you know those nightmare sort of scenes where yeah yeah the horrible version of humanity that was left before the flood I, that's that's kind of like my my take on it was that. And then what I did was I, I, I read some stuff about, you know, the genesis of this film from Aronofsky. And, you know, one of them was that, that you know, he came to him on. one morning, like he was just like, I'm so pissed off at the state of the world. Yeah. Well, he said yeah. climate change. Yeah. Climate he says change. climate change film. But I, then he also, I think he talks about some other, you know, like just the, the main thing. Freaking yeah. insane. The main thing that is main or that has come from him as to what this film is, and obviously it's you know whatever you want it to be, but it is is the environmental reading yeah. of it. Um, but it's interesting because I I didn't. I mean, I picked up on all, all the things that you guys have said, but what I most got out of oh, it. Good and, for you, Connor. Yeah, well, no, like, <laughs> I, mean, I think I, we, I thought of everything. I, that you, I think uh, we uh, all uh, did. Like uh, we can all talk about the little streams that we noticed. Well, I didn't think about your. Um, uh, well, I mean, you can, yeah. Um, the <laughs> the one that I got out of it most you know, kind of in the face was, I thought it was about celebrity and kind of the phenomenon of celebrity. And that's why I thought, you know, them picking Jennifer Lawrence was such an, an interesting and cool pick is essentially because she had that experience of having um, her uh, nude stolen off yeah, her phone or off yeah. the cloud. And then all these people getting really self-righteous about being like, well, you're a celebrity. I, I essentially own, you're like, your body is forfeit because you are a celebrity and because you have chosen this life, we can do and take and say whatever we want. And, you know, for you to challenge us on that, you know, a lot of people get really indignant and really offended that you, how, and it kind of comes up with this, like, you know, when, you know, when Michelle Pfeiffer is asked to leave the house and she goes, you know, excuse you, like, you know, you've, you've let us into your world and therefore we have right. you know, whatever we're allowed to do. And, you know, people destroying the house and grabbing things yeah. and please stop. You're like, well, no, like this is mine. Yeah. Like we're entitled to this. You've let us in, you yeah. know, this is, we, you know, you give us an inch, we'll take a mile. I and mean, you can also see that in like the, you know, Javier Bardem being this like, you know, the, 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 the crowds of people are just insane for this. Mm. Well, poet. yeah, I very much got them as being two sides to the same coin, Whereas these artists will go out and be like, I'm going to be expressive and I need like, and there's that brilliant thing about, you know, don't go out there, like tell them to go. I mean, he comes out and he says, I need them. 
Like I don't want them to go. And I think that's the kind of the dual side of celebrity where on one hand you want there to be an audience and you're thankful that there's audience. On the other hand, you know, that audience can be a fucking pack of savages essentially. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so that's, that's the, the, the reading out, to be honest, you know, I know I said that I, I, you know, saw kind of all the other strains and, and I saw them retrospectively. I should be clear on that while I was watching it. I didn't even notice any of the biblical um, references. Yeah, I did. I got less of the biblical stuff. I definitely got mother earth and like you saw that aerial shot of the, the house and it was mm. kind of in a sphere, uh, sorry, in a circle with the trees around it. Um, so I, I, that really sort of like, okay, this yeah. is where he's going. But in, in saying that, there was a point, and I think I said this to you, Benny. Um, uh, there's a point of probably around 20 minutes, 30 minutes into the film where I was like, he's not going to answer shit in this mm. movie. <laughs> and I was right. Well, that's what I was saying to you uh, yesterday, George, is that a month or so ago, I was watching this trailer with a friend at work and, and they said, so, so what do you think's actually going on here? Because it just looked like kind of a standard horror movie. He's like, do you, I think he's like a vampire or something. And I was like, my theory is that this movie will offer no answers and it'll be a whole bunch of nonsense <laughs> and it'll give you no information and you'll be like, oh, okay, well, and I think I was spot on with that one. Incredibly spot <laughs> yeah. on, actually, yeah. Um, but I, I, what's so interesting is I think everything we've said is all in there, like all the readings of the film, they're all in there, all supported, and I think they're all things that um, were in there intentionally. And it's also interesting that the stuff that seems so obvious to me, the Bible stuff, I don't think it would be that hard to miss it. Cause even though it's a movie that, you know, actually has like Cain killing Abel in it and stuff like and it's the flood. It's and, right. That, yeah, yeah. yeah. You know, Jesus coming being sacrificed and the fucking apple and the tree of knowledge and forgiving him yeah. and heaven and hell are right there in the building. It's, it's really interesting how it can be so on the nose, but there's just so much going on that you can still even, yeah. not even look well, at it that you get way. engrossed in your own reading of it. Mm. But and that's what I really love about this movie is we have all taken something else off uh, from it, and we've taken we've we've taken that. Uh, this is this is one of those films that really makes me appreciate cinema and art because we have all seen the same thing, but our interpretation of it is very different. I, and I, I really, 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 yeah. I'm into that. I'm really I, into that. I will I will put a caveat. I I enjoy the idea that we get to think about this film. But my caveat is it's almost too easy because it is such a metaphorical film and it's such an on-the-nose film with the biblical references and all that. In my mind, a film like um, like Blade Runner, um, which, is, which is a narrative but also has this conversation around it, those kind of films I'm, I'm always more impressed by, ones that aren't on-the-nose, metaphorical, you know, take-what-you-want-out-of-it type films, um, which is why... That that's my kind of push against this. This is why I kind of say it's a bit wanky and it's a bit, you know, year twelve art projecty because it is such an on the nose like it's a metaphor. Yeah, yeah. I, it doesn't yeah. bother me. Yeah, I, I just I really disagree with that. I think this yeah. was um, just a very personal film for Aronofsky, just working through a lot of shit mm. in his head and doing it masterfully. Um, a couple of things I found interesting about this movie. I don't know about you guys. George, you certainly didn't seem to when I asked you. I found this movie quite funny a lot of the time. Like, I was laughing out loud a lot in it. Yeah, I didn't. Mostly because of the absurdity. Um, yeah. Like, because I found... So, tonally, it's like it's a like a mystery, thriller, horror thing for most of it. Or yeah. a lot of it. But plot-wise, apart from it oh, being yeah, a Bible... Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's absurd. No, but yeah, I found it to be like a sitcom episode almost. Like, like, why won't you leave my house? Yeah, like, like the husband's oh. just being a dick, ignoring her. And yeah, yeah, she's yeah. like, get these people out of my house. Yeah. And then all the people just keep showing up and she gets wilder and wilder. It's like, it's like Peter Sellers' The Party or something. Yeah, yeah. And you're like, like yeah. Michelle Pfeiffer is just so 
hilariously abrasive with yeah. her. It's like so over the top. But you know, the the tone that it sets is something else. I can see. What, I can see what you're saying. I didn't quite get to the point of laughter. I did notice the absurdity and kind of the comedy of it, but certainly, no, I think the the tone of the film was was so overbearing that I was like, there's, I just didn't have the ability to look at it and laugh. Yeah. I was just intrigued. I, was just I just wanted to know what was going on with these hordes of people. Yeah. I just, I wanted, I wanted people to leave the house. Like yeah. I got that sense. And I was like, in my head, I was this like, this will be effective. really bad for people that, that um, are like a little bit OCD with yeah. and clean with their house. Well, like, well, this would be their worst nightmare. You know, I, funny you'd say nightmare because that's what it really reminded me of was an anxiety dream. Yeah. Where she's running around this party talking to people and they're just maybe not even acknowledging her or listening to her. Because I don't know if you guys have had those dreams before where you're just like trying to get something done or trying to do something and everyone's just like, it's well, not happening. No matter how you hard you yeah, try yeah, to yeah, do yeah. something. And she's like just, screaming at people and they're just like smiling and just being yeah. like, yeah, it's fine. And it's like, no, like, how are you not getting my meaning here? And especially yeah. with a heavy but him character where she's just like, why, you know, how is this I'm, not I'm your wife. How, why, why are you not yeah. responding to me? me? And yeah. that's a lot of interesting stuff in there, again, about, like, I think what it's like um, maybe in being in a relationship with a creative or something. Yeah. Well, they, when they have this, this, other, well. this other kind of love of their life, which is their work, and, and competing with that, is, it's intense. There, yeah. there was an article that I read. I don't know if this has come from Aronofsky or someone has just kind of you know, noticed it and said it, but they, they were saying that it's a self-deprecating piece on what it's like to um, live and be in love with a, a, a creative. Yeah, I, I mean, it gets more complicated when you find out that you know, he's seeing Jennifer Lawrence now. Is he really? So yeah, it's like what? Wow, how much of the, how much of Aronofsky is really in this film? Like this is because uh, he he dated uh, he was married to Rachel Wise for the longest time, yeah. and then when she was on set for she hit thirty, that, it's out. Are they, are they really dating? <laughs> yeah, that's insane. Yeah, I think it I don't was know why I through, find that so weird through this film. It's well after after he has directed a scene, and and this is probably one of the more confronting scenes of the entire film, which is where where she is just literally having the shit beaten out of her mm. by an angry mob, which is I I will Insane, say huh? far more confronting to me than any of the other gratuitous violence because I I think it was who was it that I was talking to I was talking to, uh, you know I was talking to Tristan who I watched it with about um, the baby scene being really confronting. And, and for him, it was because, you know, he had just held his niece that afternoon. He's like, oh, that's not good. Yeah. Um, but the for, baby's neck gets snapped. Yeah, yeah. But I was just me, like, holy shit, this is yeah. sick. Yeah. But for me, that wasn't, I, I wasn't as affected by that because I was like, that's, that in my head, that's like, a, that's it's absurd. A prop. It's a prop. That's yeah. a prop. That's absurd. Yeah. But watching Jennifer Lawrence getting the sh- shit kicked out of her, yeah. I was like, that is like a daily occurrence. But the for, way he shot it, was like oh, it was just it was unabrasive, it, or it was abrasive, but like it was it, was, like it didn't make, pull any punches. Yeah, like the it, makeup was. She was, just she was like, like getting bruised, like in camera, in camera, was, and he wasn't cutting crazy. away. Yeah, yeah. It, so was it was really interestingly shot, and it made it that much more effective and confronting. Yeah, and, and also, that, also, 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 what is wrong with you? What do you mean that you weren't affected by the baby scene? That's well, all right, like it, it, the it, baby's it, neck gets slapped yeah. and then it gets eaten. It's obviously yeah, horrific by a mob. It is. It is quite. It is so overly gratuitous. That it it kind of almost leaves reality. Well, once like once, it, once it gets to the cannibalism, I think so. But when it's just a baby being handled around by a crowd, because again, babies are such small little fragile things, so I found absurd. that because you know where it's going, and I'm like, yeah, I do not like this. Well, there was this, a yeah. point. There was crowd a point just, just before it 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 dies mm. that you're like, where Yo, you're just no. like, whoa, like. So I'm not sorry. Fun. I'm not saying I enjoyed the scene or anything like that. Like it wasn't. <laughs> you love but, the scene, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but scene. like in terms of 
you know, the way that I felt watching that, which in my mind, it's a prop. It's like, it's such an absurd scene and watching Jennifer Lawrence or just, you know, a woman get beaten up like that. Like for me, one is so much more close to reality. And, and that's why I just, I didn't like it. It was just very, I don't know, icky is the yeah, word that comes to mind. I can mind. agree with that. Um, this it's, film, it's probably not a good word to use for, for um, it just felt wrong. Yeah, like it, 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 not, there's some stuff that you see in this movie. film that's like, I haven't seen that before. And that's, that's insane. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But um, yeah, yeah. So it's uh it's a, that's a film. So how, I mean, the, the, it's not even a slow burn, just the, I mean, the film is, but just the, the whole last sequence of this film, like the, you know, really 40 minutes up. or yeah, so. Yeah. yeah. It, it, it is so amazingly well paced. Yeah. Where it blows the line between like a kind of a party getting out of hand to, um, just, it feels like months have passed. Yeah. And yeah. like the world is ending. It's yeah. like the apocalypse is yeah. happening and it's, it's just so amazingly well handled. Yeah, where it's I, I think when it's she, she comes in and all the women are in the cage behind like the, that's when it was like okay now it's really kind of now we're really spinning out of control here yeah. like yeah. in an inmate like but in a way that is very under control and that's where like my that's where my the interpretation started to really crystallize for me mm. um, where I was like okay we're kind of seeing human evolution through time and things are getting more and more insane yeah. and like the 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 bit where like Kristen Weeks just like walking along, killing people who are like chained to the ground. Mm. I was, you know, she explodes and and you're thinking to, but you're thinking to yourself, okay, what was her motive? Who was, what was her relationship? (laughs) But then you realize it's all just this mind fuck of the human condition. Mm. And that's, you know, it's it's a fascinating movie. I am. I, the one thing that I, I quite liked about this, if you think about this in terms of a history of almost, I guess the earth, and or humans from beginning to end, the grand majority of that time, jack shit happens. So I thought it was really interesting to then in to to say that for the grand, uh, and, and this very much goes towards the environmental side of the the interpretation. For the grand majority of the time, this house is fine. Yeah, because we're not fucking with it. Yeah, it's just it's done its own thing for X amount of days. Yeah. Or we might have figured out agriculture, you know, but we're not it's doing fine. like in leveling forests. Yeah, in the last twenty minutes of that grand scale is when we really fuck. Like yeah. it's 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 amazing that you know in in such a short time we have gone from mildly annoying to you know more than that. Yeah. I mean, if you um, think like pre-industrial revolution until now, like the the the, the growth is rapid. Mm. I feel like we've really sucked the fun out of this. <laughs> I feel like it's, it's, such a- it's a hard film to really talk about without you know. I'm just, like most of the time we have a very like sort of yeah. a fairly concrete format, yeah. and, and this one it seems like it's just about our well, interpretation. No and, film, it's hard to know. talk about concisely, but it's very easy to talk about. Yeah, because you can. Oh, just we could talk run about a stream this for of another, consciousness. Yeah. yeah, we can. We'll talk about this for another six hours. Mm. Do you um, think there is a way? Oh, 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 there's two things I'd like to bring up um but do you think there is actually like a way you can kind of boil this down to like the crystal and this meant this and you know like you can actually figure this film out do you think that that their ability is there i don't think there's like a one-to-one answer to it i think it's it's a bit more scattershot like i think for instance like michelle pfeiffer is kind of alternatively like eve and the serpent like i think it kind of like there's not it's not that simple yep. in some way. 
The second thing I'd like to talk about is a little bit about the production design. Mm. And I particularly like the look that they gave the the house when, when she went into this, she could see into the house and like see that it had a Mm. a, a presence and that presence took form in like these sort of organs, which I absolutely loved. And I thought that, and that was straight from the beginning. That was like straight up, straight up from the beginning. It's like, she's looking through the walls and seeing the heart. I love that. I thought that was an amazing choice. Very mysterious. I, hated that house so much like not in as in a critical way the film i just mean just this just gave you the isolated yeah. place um it just yeah the that fucking basement <laughs> i'm like i don't like this at all <laughs> why would you ever go down there yeah you're like fucking exploding blood light bulbs and i'm just like i'd like just oh, i'd just like to point out that you know so soon after it which you said would kill the haunted house style film we have gotten another you know arguably amazing or arguably shit film um, about a, a haunted house. Is it a haunted house? Oh, no. it's got the themes in there. Well, I wouldn't I say. It is, I wouldn't no, say it is not at all. The, the, the trailer made it look like themes. it one, maybe, but um, I thought the trailer made it look more like Rosemary's Baby, and it ended yeah, up more like a very Lynchian kind of film. Yeah, but like more, oh, yeah, yeah. like you so, can actually draw something from it, unlike a David Lynch film. I in, feel in terms <laughs> of, of David Lynch would disagree. Yeah. But he's about the one. <laughs> um, in terms of you know poor marketing which I, I think this film does suffer from i don't think it was poor at all i think that trailer got oh the trailer and i think that's all i wanted to do is get people in there and i bums and seats yeah yeah and i don't i don't think aronofsky wanted people to come out of this movie liking it necessarily he just wants people to fucking see it yeah, and be like I, what the fuck arguably yes but i think that i mean how would you even make a more representative trailer out of this film oh i don't what would, honest, honest, I don't would you do know. i think they did it exactly right you might to be honest you might be right i think i think it's almost it's I think there's almost no way that you could have gotten away. The more I think about it, there's no. If anything, they almost tried to backtrack with that last trailer we saw. You know where it had the oh, voiceover, yeah, and it was weird. just straight yeah, up yeah. kind of like it was kind of like what? seriously, guys, you're probably yeah. not prepared for this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, maybe I don't know, but uh, the the kind of the parallel was I think it was a David Lynch film, the one with Robert Pattinson that Cosmopolis. Yeah, exactly. Cronenberg. Cronenberg. Yeah. Okay, yeah, that was what cool. I'm about. Um, which was, you know, advertised as almost like an action film. And I remember watching it and being like, what the fuck? It's this kind of, it's the same kind of metaphorical. Very much so. You know, it's mostly talking in a limo. Take what you will. Yeah. And, and, I, and you know, I, I think I would have enjoyed that movie more had I known what I was getting into, had I not been in the mindset. So I, that's why I'm worried about people going into this film in the mindset for a horror film and actually getting this. Um, I'm not worried at all. I love it. My favorite thing in the world is being surprised by a movie and everyone else hates that. Not everyone, but a lot of people, they find it very jarring and they can't handle it. I just think this is a movie I'm not worried. I'm not too precious about. I'm not worried about people disliking it. Yeah. Because I think it's a movie that's just allowed to be as fucking divisive as it wants to be. I feel like this is like kind of almost made for me Mm. in a way. Mm. (laughs) I know it sounds weird, but I feel like, you know, like we, we left the cinema and there was like this old lady who was actually like shouting in the screening saying, this is disgusting. Wow. And she got out her phone and started going on Google ah. and like really making a commotion. Mm. And I just thought, wow. Was she screaming really... at someone from the cinema? Well, just in general, just, yeah. she was so uh, uh, like offended by the ending of this film. And I just thought to myself, man, like I'm just so glad I'm loving this. Like this is, you just haven't got this at all. You, like Imagine not being able to engage with like just a piece of, you know, art, like yeah, a, like on any level, even if you yeah. hate it, just to actually think about it a bit. Yeah, yeah. Well, just I think mean, about what is this? What is this person trying to say yeah. through mm. this piece? Mm. And as we said, love it or hate it, it it will make you 
that you will get, an, uh, you know, you will have a reaction to this film and it won't be subtle. Like you will have some kind of opinion. Yeah, I just thought her dismissing it as trash, as she said, as we were leaving the cinema, I just thought, you know, maybe you didn't like it, maybe you didn't get it, but mm. to say it's trash, I, I think well, is... Well, you get a lot of kind of, and, and, you know, in particular, it's usually older people that just... Yeah. They, <laughs> I still remember people coming out of 12 Years a Slave and being like, that's disgusting that, you know, a movie would show that. Be like, what would you like us, you know, yeah. what would you like the movie to show? It's, you know... The uh, a period piece on slavery. Yeah. There's going to be some horrific shit in there. Yeah, I think you know it's it's you know it's it's film. You're it, going to get some stuff in there that's going to be more or less horrific. Man, you know how many movies people come out of saying they're trash are still being talked about forty, fifty, sixty years later. It's a lot of them. So yeah. you know, I think this would be one of those. Yeah, I think so. Oh, there's well. so, so many you know kind of classics have been panned. Yeah, right off the bat. So I think I think this will. I think you're right, Ben. This will probably go down as one of the most hated or at least divisive films of you know, the last couple of years. Mm. Um, but it will also be the one that's talked about in 20. Yeah, I agree. Whether you, again, whether you like it or hate it or, or just you know, think it's a wanky pile of trash. This is one of my favorites of 2017. <laughs> I, 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 Sorry, did you say this is your favorite film of 2017? One of my favorites okay. of 2017. And uh, this year just continues to like show me some terrible films but, <laughs> yeah. uh, there've been some gems and mm. this is one of them for me yeah again i don't recommend this film <laughs> <laughs> i feel i feel like if you see the, it but don't see it but do, like don't avoid it but don't go to it yeah i mean i i don't recommend it i don't want to lose any friends over this <laughs> film but um connor recommends it yeah, yeah, so yeah, yeah. <laughs> i recommend say it, it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah well i mean if you're at this point of the podcast hopefully you've already seen it yeah yeah, we if should have not, thought about that. Yeah. <laughs> if not, you could probably still see it and be like, this is nothing to do with what they're talking about. Yeah. I got something completely different. Yeah, yeah, you probably wouldn't have gleaned too much from yeah. that. It's kind of hard to <laughs> we describe. We haven't really said anything about what's actually happening. You might know that a baby dies and Michelle Pfeiffer's a... God, that baby's neck snapping. Terrible. Like, that image is ingrained in my mind. I'm like, oh! It's pretty oh. grim, yeah. Anyway. anyway. Can we also just mention one thing before that? I There was a glimmering moment of hope in this film where Jennifer Lawrence starts fucking people up, or I was like, is this going to turn into a Jennifer Lawrence action film? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Or she just goes around like just destroying people? Because like, I'm uh, down for that at this point. 25 no. minutes is her killing every last yeah. person at the party. <laughs> Can we talk like, about one funny bit in it just quickly? Is apart the, from that one. Apart from that one was when the two, the couple is sitting on the sink mm. and she's like, can you get off the sink? Mm. And they're like, yeah, yeah, they get off the sink. I found that really and distressing. She, she got, got back on the sink. Yeah. She's like, oh, can you get off the sink? And they're like, yeah, yeah, don't get off the sink. And then they just start like jumping. Jump. On, on the it. sink, yeah. and the sink like it, like it just goes straight down. The water's gushing everywhere. Yeah. It's just complete we, anarchy and chaos. The, the, we, the, the girl in that in that scene was actually an actor from Shit's Creek, the sitcom I was talking about. So seen her funny. in something. Yeah. Um, but I mean, like this, uh, we mentioned this before. This is a literal. This is a horror film for anyone that has hosted a party or is a little bit OCD with mm-hmm. their, you know, the way that they have everything. Like this is like. This, is, an, this will be worse than it. Like, you this have will be an engagement party is... or a wedding coming up in the next two <laughs> Don't weeks. Don't see this. Do not <laughs> see mother. You're actually right. If the, I wish we had said this before yeah. the spoilers. Like if yeah. you, if, <laughs> if we you're planning are a party terrible or having podcast over, for putting this as the last thing we say. <laughs> if you're planning any kind of function, stay away from this until after the function. <laughs> All right. We'll be back next week with yeah. the boys. <laughs> Can. Oh, it's such a goodbye. <laughs> sorry, bye. Oh, yeah, sorry, I feel like I feel like we. 
Oh, well, yeah. We've gone through it. Like, it's <laughs> not, any, like any more theories? I'm <laughs> not saying it's not the end. I just feel like it was very abrupt. Yeah, yeah. Oh, well. <laughs> we try that again. Well, I mean. Oh, damn. <laughs> is there any point at this point? No. Benny, yeah. we'll see you next week, man. Yeah, I hope so. Yeah. And we'll see you, George. <laughs> see you, man. Jesus <laughs> Christ. <laughs> <It's better first. laughs> I'm really tired. <laughs> Oh, <laughs>